Hi guys, I'm Sruthi. And I'm Haley. And we are Mirror Mirror. Hello. Sorry guys, it's been a hot minute as finals hit and the semester was ending because things got kind of busy as we're moving home and our siblings graduated and everything. <laughs> so today we will be wrapping up season one of Mirror Mirror by ending it with our advice to future incoming college students. That's right, it's time to dive into our experiences, what worked and what didn't in this chaotic whirlwind of our underclassmen years of college. Stay tuned for an update once we actually graduate, which we have been blocking out of our minds right now. Yeah, can't believe we're gonna be upperclassmen. But anyways, for now, we will be discussing the must-knows of moving in, dorm life, academics, socials, extracurriculars, and more. And keep in mind, this also applies to all you sophomores and anyone who hasn't been on campus yet because of COVID. We're gonna kind of focus this in like different chunks. So the first chunk is going to be just move-in and kind of pre-college. Um, and from this, we're going to be kind of pulling from like when we were freshmen, so before COVID. So maybe it'll be similar to what some of you guys are going to experience in the future. Um, but anyways, so my first tip is to make a packing list. Um, I went on Pinterest and a lot of my dorm de decoration like inspo was on there as well it was very funny time because I just like put up like I made a mood board and like threw in things I wanted and like made a checklist and everything so yeah a list definitely helped me um so literally just like as you're at the store or whenever like just browse maybe the move-in section at like a target or something and just like jot things down on your list that's a good note um, but as you jot things and think about things, remember, don't overpack. That's my biggest tip from an overpacker. <laughs> don't bring your whole closet, just your favorites. Oh yeah, that's a good point. I think especially, I mean, it's probably especially like good for, for people like you who go out of state. Cause for me, I was just like, you know, I'll just leave stuff at home and then like ask my parents to bring it to me later or like with like winter clothes, especially in like summer clothes. So yeah, just, yeah, I guess just start with a list and then kind of like see where you go from there. Yeah, um, but make it fun for yourself, you know? Yeah. All good. Exactly. <laughs> it's, really, it's a really fun experience. I say like Pinterest, it's so aesthetic. Just go on. Make your list. boards. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm literally doing it right now for like my apartment next year so it's fun it's fun um Smart. but yes okay moving on <laughs> our mm -hmm. um my next point that I wrote down was for like your roommate situation and stuff and I just want to stress right here that it's totally okay to not know your roommate situation or go random and like don't, honestly don't stress too much if you don't make any connections over summer because I remember I was getting so stressed when everyone was like connecting over Facebook or like Instagram with like people from their school and being like, yeah, I met my roommate. She's so nice. And like me just here, like following random people from UMD, like not really like connecting to anyone, just like random conversations. And I literally don't think I talked to any of those people like during the school year that I like messaged over social media with over summer. Um, so yeah, don't stress about it. Like it's okay to go random. I think that's like 
a big thing. I know it's different for everyone because I know there's like some really whack random stories. Like I know it's either like really good or really bad. Um, but yeah, I just I just think it's okay. Like you, you'll get your chance to meet people. So yeah, don't you don't need to stress over stress about that too much over summer. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think it was the same for me in the terms of like group chats. Like I knew of people because of group chats, but I never interacted with them once I got to school. So you may, I mean, you might have a different story. You may do fine with that, but don't feel bad about yourself if that's not the case for you. And honestly, yeah, random roommates. I mean, that's, that's how you make friends, right? That's how you feel the space. So it'll be okay. And you make a you, you fill out a form for like your interest and like what works for you. So hopefully it's like better than, it's not fully randomized. So you yeah. should have something good. Yeah, I thought it was really funny. I've like told Haley this before, but like for me and my roommate, UMD, like it, it's, it was so funny that they matched us. Cause like we live like five minutes away from each other, like actually. And we like had so many mutual contacts, but just like never met each other. Like Haley, did I tell you like that Isha knew Chelsea? Oh my God. I knew she knew Andre, which I know. I didn't know she knew Chelsea. No, no, because- Oh, and she knows like Teddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, she was friends with Teddy. And Isha like, she knew, she knew Jack, like Chelsea's best friend who like, right like at that time like Chelsea would always talk about Jack and I thought it was yeah. so funny I was like oh my gosh like you like were such good friends with Jack and I was such good friends mm-hmm. with Chelsea and we never like <laughs> met each other just never overlapped I was like I remember like I would tell her sometimes I was like you know what if this is those things like in the movies where you see like we were in the same place at the same time but just like never met like met each other you know um so, right yeah um but yeah it was really funny um I guess overall like I just like it was just funny how you never like, know yeah you never know how it works like you and like I got a really good match and like we clicked really well and it was like a really good pairing um which was nice but yeah so it, it really just depends and like at the same time I also want to throw out right now it's okay to not be best friends with your roommate like I went into school like with that in mind I was like I don't have to be best friends with my roommate and like funny how like it it just like we ended up becoming friends anyways but yeah I just like I think it's like really it can be really like frustrating especially because your roommate is like one of the first real people that you like interact with at college and like might invite out to stuff and like it, it just like it's okay if it doesn't click like you don't have to force yourself to be best friends you just have to live together yeah um like I think even with random roommates you still can connect with them over the summer um before school and get to like know each other and see like what works for like each other when you go in and talk about your packing list your shared items I think that would be pretty good and then I mean you go into school knowing someone and that's yeah that's good even if you don't know them that well, or if you don't plan on being like best of friends, just find like ground rules for good working living space and you'll be good. Yes, definitely connect with them over summer if you can. Me and my roommate, Isha, I guess I'll say, because Isha was my roommate. Um, we met up at, we met up for Boba actually, at like in oh, the Kent right? you. 
Oh yeah. yeah, I remember, guys. I was so nervous to meet Isha that I told Haley and Maddie that I would be at Boba Pop, so I told them they could visit, so that <laughs> in case it was awkward, and it actually worked out so well because like she did, she liked you guys, and like y- you came at the right time because things were kind of getting kind of awkward because like we kind of had run out of conversation, and like it was good, it was good. But anyways, you don't have to do that. Don't don't tell your friends to crash your. <laughs> with your roommate but yeah it was like try me with them if you can it's um it's it's definitely nice to like have that and like especially with shared items you know like in a dorm or like kind of establishing like what you what each person could bring um so yeah that's yeah I don't know Haley do you have any last words on for me (laughs) um make sure if you have a bathroom in your room that you get your shower curtain before you come because we were two weeks without a shower curtain and I had a lot of wet towels. So that's why you communicate before school. (laughs) I remember that story. Yeah. Uh, Oh, okay. So that goes right into the more you prepare, the better. (laughs) Yeah, so that was our next tip. Um, The earlier you prepare, the better. Um, so yeah, Hale, you can, I'll let you yeah. I think the best thing for me was finding out that Bed Bath & Beyond, not only do they have like everything for like startup, but they even have like a made list. So if you're like, where do I start planning? That is like a great source. You don't have to go and get everything from there, but if you just like find their list and then like look at that instead of trying to figure out all of these like individually made lists from like Pinterest then that might be like easier and more more calming um don't take a shot at Pinterest oh no okay look at Pinterest too but if you're overwhelmed by like 50 different lists yes Bed Bath and Beyond kind of combines them all and simplifies it I thought so if you're feeling overwhelmed I would start there and then branch out after that yeah yeah there's there's definitely like a lot of pre-lists and stuff and like even just talk like if you know anyone who like I think one thing that helped me also is like talking to people who like had gone to school like to college a year earlier because they kind of tell you like like I didn't know about getting a bathrobe until like I don't don't even remember who told me but they were like you have to get a bathrobe um so like things like that like even if you know anyone who's like been in college um or even if you don't know them that well like like one thing you'll learn in college I'll kind of go more into it later is like like just literally talk to anyone like anyone's like really open to help like each other and like helping like share their experiences so like even if it was some person that you didn't really know in high school like just like don't be afraid to message them and be like hey I'm going to school this year like I'm going to the same school you are at like do you have any advice for things to bring and stuff because like once you're in college, even though you're not full adults, you're, like, more adults, like, everyone's, like, very open to, like, I don't know, like, sharing those kinds of things, and, like, like, used to strangers reaching out to them, if that makes any sense, so it's okay, like, you can totally do that. Yeah, Um, you can even talk to, like, the people that you're going to college, like, with, if you're, like, starting to follow people from your school, then be, like, hey, like, should I bring, like, this, or do you have any idea what our guidelines are and stuff like that and then you can get a sense for like what people are doing and maybe they know someone in the school um that can help you with your um 
planning and stuff like and that and also if you did any tours and have like contact information from like the student ambassadors and that might help too yeah yeah i agree and also the school should probably give your own list because i know umd gave mm -hmm. us like a like the res life the place that are like umd is called like res life and like yeah. they coordinate all the like, living situations and stuff and they like sent out their own like list of stuff that you should pack so yeah definitely look at look at look at lists in general just like make a list <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, mood boards are the best a good way to organize your thoughts and visualize maybe even like make a collage of a room I tried to do that <laughs> um yeah make it fun not stressful but don't wait till August then everything yeah. sells out <laughs> um okay so the next thing I put down is in all caps literally do not waste your money buying all your freaking textbooks okay I went on this site called Library Genesis. I will link it in the episode description. Um, but yeah, go on there or go on like Z Library or like literally, if you want like all these sites, feel free to reach out to us or like message me. I will send you like links of places you can get textbooks um, or, or even rent them. Like I rented my freshman year for chemistry. I couldn't find my textbook. Just know because I literally found it on a free site like later. But anyways, um, I rented it on Amazon so I could just like send it back at the end of the semester. So I would definitely, textbooks are the one thing I would wait until your first week of school to buy because once you are in your first week, you can see like the first week is kind of like at like our, our school, Haley, I don't know if you call it that, but we call it syllabus week. So like it's yeah. like the week the professors will go over the syllabus and like kind of talk about what you need. And some professors don't really like even teach by the textbook or like require you to have it. So even if it's like listed on your website that you need it for like whatever reason. So I would definitely wait until you're in your first week of college, like after that first week to figure out what textbooks you actually have to buy or just go on these free sites and download like any ones that are free first. Um, so yeah, I, I saved a lot of money on textbooks my like freshman year, I think. Um, and yeah, I think it's definitely helpful to just like go on these sites and like see if they have them. And if not, just wait and see if you need to buy them. No, I 100% agree. And I've had like professors say like, I know this is listed, but we are not using it unless you want to read it on your own time. Um, so you can end up wasting your money, especially if you buy from the school. The school is probably going to be the most expensive. Um, also, ebooks or like sometimes there's even like PDFs um, save you a lot of money. Um, and I found Amazon, if you can do a used book, that could help too. That's what I did for some of my books for my English class. Um, oh, right now. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to yeah. interrupt interject no, but also like ahead. used books are also very helpful sometimes because they already have like notes written in them which is good but yeah continue <laughs> no that's smart yeah sometimes that happens and that is nice um but I personally use the app um like I think it's vital source and it's really helpful for me because not only is it like an e-textbook app to like purchase myself and like rent it but it it's like the ebooks are right there, like a personal like library. And then I can also like search keywords and make my reading faster. So that's another way, but yeah, avoid 
avoid big purchases if you can, <laughs> like find any alternatives possible. Um, that is a big money saver. Yes. And yeah. if you are an art student going to SCAD, do not get all of the kits that they suggest. I just thought about that. Thinking about textbooks, Starlandia saves you money. That is like the thrift store for art supplies. And I know this is off topic for textbooks, but just in case I have SCAD students listening, you don't know about it until later. So if you can go to Starlandia, go to Starlandia. They have most things. And then if they don't have a thing there, there's other art stores, but try to save your money from the kids. You end up with way too many rulers and way too much money spent. I feel like Loki, that's just all kits in general. Like even like dorm like dorm room kit, you know, like there's like those kits that sell like pillows, mattresses, like I, I, oh, I yeah. think our schools, our university, oh, the university bookstore. Okay, don't <laughs> don't buy your textbooks there, like or anything there that you really need because it's super expensive and not worth it. Like merch, sure. Like if you want to buy like one expensive merch or something, I don't care. But like, yeah, d- don't like they will send you like all these emails being like buy your textbooks like buy this and that but like there's so many other places to get them like it's just not worth it yeah exactly so I guess that's universities in general don't play into their games they want your money yeah literally save (laughs) as much money as you can because college is expensive yeah um uh, so the last bullet I have here is that school, I'm sure like everyone has heard this already, but like school is definitely going to be like 100% harder than you anticipate. So I highly suggest reading the syllabus and like like all the syllabi early and completing any of the necessary like trainings that they have you do um, beforehand. So again, like it helped me to like keep a to-do list and like figure out what I needed to do um, that first week of school. It's definitely overwhelming. Like even now, I still think like the first like week or before the first week of the semester is always the most stressful for me. Cause it's just like, there's so many like emails being thrown at you so much, like you have to like gather together. And so um, yeah, just be prepared. Like it's okay if you're not ready. Like obviously you're not gonna, really understand until you get to school and like see how difficult it is but um it always helps to be like more prepared so just like having those trainings done or whatever they ask you to get done and reading ahead like reading the syllabus so you know what to expect for the upcoming year i think is always a good thing and all the dates in your syllabus like the test days the final dates the like midterm or yeah midterm dates finals dates project due dates, assignment due dates, put those all in your calendar or on a sticky note or however you want to organize it before the semester starts or whenever you get the syllabus and like read it because having those all in a calendar will definitely help because if you just like read it and don't think about it until later, it's gonna like be all wonky. So yeah, definitely. A list or like reading the syllabus, reading the syllabus, that's basically my main point here, <laughs> read the syllabus and um, make a list or put it all in a calendar somewhere. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with that. From someone that's been working on like time management and has struggled in the past, 
this past quarter from putting it in my reminders and calendar, like before even like the semester started, like you said, like has really helped me because once you get into like your workload, you kind of forget to like put things into your planner and then you're like have to like remember like wait is it this week or next week and then you get all jumbled because there's yeah. too much going on in your life so if you could take care of those things like, oh, sorry. <laughs> no yeah it's fine um but if you could take care of those things beforehand like the major dates those major dates aren't going to change the projects might get swayed a little bit but do the big steps and that will help you for the rest of the time hopefully um, yeah, sorry to interrupt you, but I, I was going to say, um, yeah, do everything that you just said, because it, you don't want to be caught in a situation where the professor is like, okay, guys, good luck on the exam, like at the next, <laughs> the next lecture. Um, but yeah. What I thought, or I guess what hit me the hardest in um, college wasn't really like the planning. I mean, it takes a week or two to get used to like the course load and everything or more probably but what the thing I noticed is that you're not gonna and if you are a student in your class that is used to being on top of your top of the class you're gonna have like a hard realization that that's not gonna be the case anymore that the people are basically like you and that you're gonna have to compete for your spot a little bit more um and work harder for that grade and get noticed by your professor so just like keep that in mind and like don't beat yourself up on it and just like stick to your own guns and have a little bit of competitive competitiveness but um know that everyone's different as well and you're all here to learn and do material and it'll be okay yeah if you get yeah. me for the first time it'll be okay yeah, definitely. It, it's definitely hard to go from being a big fish in a small pond to a big fish in a large pond with even bigger fish. Um, but yeah, yeah, we can, we'll get into that when we talk about like imposter syndrome and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. So I guess the next point, big point um, that we're going to give tips for is dorm life because yeah, there's definitely a lot here, um, a lot of experiences that we've both had here. Um, so my, my first bullet here is if you live in a trashy dorm, there is more of a chance to bond with others over your sucky living situation and make friends. And it will humble you when you move on to bigger, better other dorms. Literally anything is better. Um, if you are at UMD, um, I will say if you are going to be living in Ellicott, Hagerstown, or Elkton, I think it was Elkton, the one with the mold, you're probably gonna have a really sucky dorm, but it's okay because hopefully you'll make great friends. I know with my, my dorm literally didn't have AC and it was so annoying, like it was so hot. Um, I literally would leave my, like, I, I sp tried to spend as little time in the dorm as possible, or I would go to the lounge, like, at night, I would go to the lounge, and literally everyone was always in my lounge, like, our floor was just, like, really popping in general, I don't know, but, like, it was a really good opportunity to, like, talk to other people and, like, make new friends, and, like, some of the people that I literally talked to in the lounge are still, like, 
people I love to this day, like people that I'm like so glad to spend time around. Um, so yeah, I would definitely take advantage of like, or not take advantage because you're living in a sucky dorm, but like just try and make the most of it. Um, I definitely, yeah, I met so many people and because we literally always all had our doors open because it was too hot or like we were in the lounge. So it was, it was great. It was great. Um, but yeah, it was also really sucky. I would never live there ever again. <laughs> uh, I also got the sucky dorm. You either get like a hive building or Turner and um, SCAD. And basically everyone that lives in Turner doesn't want to live in Turner. So you're all just like in the same boat and just have that in common. So if you have nothing else in common, you have SCAD and you're sucky living in common. <laughs> yeah. But it... It, it definitely humbles you and when you get home and go into like a new apartment and stuff you're like so appreciative even if it's like still a cheap place like later on this is probably 10 times better than what you came from so yeah that, ugh. sometimes your dorm life sucks but it, it's a fun suck kind of that sounds weird but yeah I think it's a bonding experience for sure you get used to it you have fun with it yeah you get annoyed with it it's all good <laughs> yeah definitely make the most of it for sure yeah. um yeah I I will say to any freshman literally there's no one going to be listening to this who is probably <laughs> going to be living in Ellicott but if you do I recommend going to the lounge because there when the AC like when the no AC kills you that's like the best spot to go and like how I made friends so yeah. Also, I don't know. Yeah, you had a bathroom your freshman year, Haley, right? I did. Okay. I got See, lucky that, with the bathroom. That is a bliss because I like a lot of the buildings at UND had communal showering for freshmen. So, well, well, we're gonna we're gonna give like communal showering notes in general, like literally soon. But it sucks. Um. So, I will I will say. Um, at least in Ellicott, I don't know if this worked in any other building, but to improve your chances of getting a hot shower, because literally the water was always freaking cold, it was so annoying, but um, to improve your chances of a hot shower, I would definitely shower when other people are showering, or like later in the day when the water has warmed up, because I've heard from people that like showering early in the morning, it was always cold, like never a chance of getting hot water but like later in the day it gets better. But yeah, I would say the only times I got a hot shower were when I showered when like all the other six other showers were like on. So yeah, definitely do that <laughs> if you have the chance to. See, no matter how much you think you have a bad, there's always people that have a worse. Scad, no communal bathroom. <laughs> but we didn't have a um, lounge space in our dorms. Um, well, Hive had one, but we our like hangout space was literally the laundry room. So keep that in mind. Hang out there. You actually meet people there and like bond and you can watch like Scooby-Doo like I did over midterms and do your artwork. and stay in the laundry. laundry room? Yeah, well, our laundry room, it was actually like big enough for tables, I guess technically like folding tables. And so people would just like bring their laptops there. And I thought it was better to just be there and watch my laundry because if you didn't, 
then people would oh. like take it out wet and just, oh, that's another disgusting. tip <laughs> get, <laughs> yeah. your, get your laundry on time please <laughs> please please people hate you if you don't um so yeah it's a it's a hangout space it's good it's how I met friends and um people in my floor and stuff like that so make that's the most nice. out of the building yeah 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 our our literally we had a group chat for like all of Ellicott Hall and it was always popping with people being like laundry like machine one is done come get your stuff like the machine this is done get your stuff or I'm gonna take it out like it was so scary <laughs> you never wanted to be that person who like got called out um but it's cool that you guys got to like sit there because our like laundry room was way too hot like it was just so mm. hot in there like we couldn't like you just couldn't stay in there I don't know if it was the machines were also old so I don't know if that had to play into it or the fact that the building had no AC had to play into it but like yeah it was like steaming in there like you couldn't like I don't know it was so weird yeah I mean that that's only a note if your laundry room is like big enough and like comfortable enough to like be in because like my laundry room this year was like a closet basically for like the whole building it was so small and really <laughs> hot so oh yeah, yeah. If, yeah yeah if if it's big enough to do so then you, you get lucky I guess um also going off of laundry don't be the person that does five different loads at once for like five clothing items because I saw someone do that and he was hawking up like all these machines don't be that person yeah I guess that like in a note in general with dorms is like be aware that you're living with a bunch of other people. Like, it's not all about you all the time. Like, you have to, like, I would just be considerate of the space around you um, and knowing, like, all these other people are there. But yeah, with the whole, like, laundry room, lounge thing, like, just, like, I would say the biggest takeaway from that is just, like, there's, a, like, find your niche, you know, like, find your spot um, within your dorm room or, like, within your dorm that, like, people go to. And like, it's, it's a great, even if you're just studying, like, cause it wasn't mm -hmm. just a lounge for me. Like there were other places in the building that people would be. And like, it's a great way, like, even if you're not best friends with them, it's a great way to like meet other people you're living with. Um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> communal showers. <laughs> Haley, <laughs> start this one off, I guess. Sure. Um, well, as noted for any shower that is used by more than one person, is probably going to be disgusting. So don't forget your shower shoes. Even if you have a bathroom for like your room, it's helpful to have like a shower caddy because you're you're gonna be living with like multiple people, right? So it's gonna, the shower or bath area is gonna be stuck with stuff if you don't keep moving it out. So shower caddy is helpful. Bathrobe, Shruti recommends highly. If you're going place to place, use your bathrobe. And try yeah. not to be too long for people because they're waiting. Everyone needs to be cleaner if you're going to all stink. And yeah. it's annoying when the hot water is gone. And that just goes back to, like, self-awareness. Like, be aware that you're living with other people. And, like, yeah, if, if there are people waiting, like, be aware of that. Or, like, like I was saying, the best time to shower is when all the showers, or at least in my dorm, it was the best when every, like, every shower was taken. So, like... In that case, especially because you know, like the hot water is so limited, like obviously, like enjoy it, like when you get it. But 
also just don't take like like I would recommend not taking hours long in the shower if like all of them are taken um but yeah um oh wow I read a lot for dorms <laughs> so I think I kind of said this earlier already but like don't be afraid to just like randomly knock on your neighbor's doors it's like kind of the way I also made friends um if like it was like an evening like weekend night or something um and I saw that like someone I had met was like like seemed like they were in their room I would just knock and say hi or like if I was coming back from class and saw someone like in the hallway I would say hi um so yeah just like don't be afraid to do that <laughs> yeah totally in any situation like don't be afraid to like introduce yourself and don't think that the other person is going to start the conversation first because 90% of the time they might not so just be the if you're thinking it be the one to start it and that's how you make friends yeah and I do know that one like that tip is easier said than done especially like for people who are more introverted so it's okay like you don't it doesn't have to be something you always do you know I would say like find that one like situation or one person that like or just like one like li like little victories you know even if you're just yeah. like say hi in the hallway like that's like just take it all in appreciate it like that's a big step and like it helps for later on when you're like trying to make friends um, true be proud of yourself for the small steps that you take yeah exactly but really yeah. in general that's like a general tip with anything <laughs> yeah um, but yeah um at least in my dorm the elevators sucked so i would recommend like taking the stairs if you live on a lower floor if you can um so yeah i i didn't take advantage of that this year because i low-key just didn't know where the stairs were and then when i found out they were like too far and I was too lazy <laughs> but yeah if you're not super lazy and you like I don't know like walking upstairs I would recommend stairs because I like tried to take them as much as I could and then you don't have to wait for the elevator yeah see I had the opposite problem I didn't know where the elevators were and so I took the sort the stairs the most and like elevator only like when you're moving in and out type of thing and then you get your steps in, you know, you feel good for yeah. that day. If you don't have time to exercise, at least you're taking the stairs. Um, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Good workout. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's just something in most, uh, or at least for both of us, that's the thing is elevators probably suck. So keep that in mind. And yeah. if you're scared of getting stuck in an elevator, then you're probably already taking stairs anyways, but take the stairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah yeah so I like I was saying earlier like I mean to be honest I never spent that much time in my dorm until like second semester when somehow it just became the spot to study and hold study sessions and hold pre-games for some reason okay let's not we'll not go into that but some people really like to study in their dorms so like so you just need to be comfortable like with the living space and like aware again self-awareness that like other people might be studying at times where like you might not be if you want to play music like it's okay to play music but don't like blast it like you know if 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 it's an, at a time that people might be studying at so yeah just like being respectful of the space in general um especially because even just like with your own roommate like if you're in a dorm you're probably when it's not covid you know you'll probably be living with a roommate and having to share the same space so like 
Um, I know like 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 res life for us and we're probably at most colleges will make you and your roommate sign an agreement anyway to begin with and like kind of make your own list of rules and it's definitely it definitely can be like super uncomfortable if you don't really know the person in the beginning at least like I know for us it kind of was um but yeah definitely like laying the ground rules there like being really honest there will help and just like if issues come up later like talk to your roommate about what you're uncomfortable with because there's so many situations with like people I know that they just like never told their roommates like that they didn't like this or that and just suffered and I'm like don't do that (laughs) like like at the end of the day you're at college for an education and like to get that education and if your living situation or if the people you're living with is obstructing that then it's important you say something because no one deserves to like do worse in school because they can't focus because of their living situation. Yeah, well said. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> Be respectful of the space and your other roommates. And like Shruti said, like communicate your roommate to your roommates on like what works for you. But also be like cautious of like other people's like space and like don't hog the area. And whenever you if you want to like listen to something out loud, just like ask to make sure that that's okay with them at that certain time. And just because they're okay with the one time, don't assume it's okay. Like the next time they might be in a different mood or a different like headspace. Um, so just like be polite about everything that you do there. And as, as yeah, I mean, it's, especially if you don't know the person well, and obviously even if you do know them well, you probably be more comfortable, but just keep it in mind so you don't disrupt the relationship that you have with your roommate yeah yeah and kind of along those lines I would say it's totally okay to go like knocking on other doors and asking like for people to be quieter when it's late at night because it can be like this is definitely one of the top stories I hear from like everyone and even I myself have experienced it like it can get really annoying to have like loud neighbors sometimes and like like I got so annoyed when I heard like music playing in someone's room really loud the day before my final this semester and I just like didn't say anything because I was too lazy to get out of bed and it like after a while I fell asleep but if you feel like it's like really obstructing you it's okay to like go ask them to be quieter especially if it's like during especially during finals week first of all and especially during times when it's like during the week or like week like at times when like people would normally be studying um And if you're not comfortable with like going up to a person and doing it, I would definitely recommend like texting, calling, or however you communicate with your RA. Um, We haven't really talked about the RA much, but I'm sure like your school, you'll probably hear about it when you go to school and stuff. Or like you can even knock on the RA doors. So the RA is like your, um, like the resident hall person that like you just can always go to for information and stuff. And will probably be the person like in charge of the floor and like keeping everything in order they're usually like an upperclassman and they're usually the person like the go-to person um and they'll set like your floor meetings and guidelines and expectations and stuff so they're definitely someone you can go complain to if like someone's bothering you on your floor um so yeah i would definitely say it can and see i've been on both sides like i've been the person annoyed by loud music and i've been the person who's played loud music And I will say as a person who's played it, sometimes you're just not aware of it or not aware of how loud you are. And like, that's okay. I would just say like, if someone, if you get that noise complaint, like 
be quieter, <laughs> like be courteous of that. Um, so yeah, and yeah, d again, don't be afraid to go like complain about it because like most of the time the person isn't aware of it or like won't get mad at you for it, especially if it's like during study hours or something or late at night. Like I would say even on the weekends, like after like, what is it like 3 a.m.? Yeah, maybe even earlier, like it, it's fine. You can tell people to be quieter. Yeah, I would agree by that. And I think, I don't know, at our school, I think we had quiet hours, especially for midterms and finals. So be aware of like what time that is and be courteous of it as well. Yeah. yeah. And also a note on like your RA or resident assistant or whoever it is, please just be courteous and kind to them. Like the rules they're telling you are rules that are in place for a reason. Um, so like just a small side, side, side story. Um, my floor almost had to pay for like broken exit signs and food thrown on the walls in the lounge. And it was just super disrespectful and like annoying when like the whole floor has to pay for something that like one person did. So just don't be that person. Don't like, obviously like in college, people are there to have fun, like and be funny. And like, obviously there's gonna be drunk freshmen everywhere, but like, just don't be, just don't be that person who like breaks like valid rules or like disrespects the space that people are in. It's just not fun. It's not funny. <laughs> the next thing under like dorms is, I mean, I, I'm just like, I really like this cause I like um, creating and designing. So dorm decoration, I will say for your walls, make sure to not use duct tape. And so use painter's tape or wall stickers. Honestly, y'all should know by now just not to use duct tape to stick things up on your wall anyway. Cause I mean, I was stupid. I didn't know that sophomore year and I still have like a part in my wall in my house in the basement that like, <laughs> Haley, do you remember when we hung up those? Oh, windows? was that the tapestry? <laughs> Not the tapestry. It was like for the, the Christmas party I had and we put bows up and we put duct tape. Oh on. yeah. So yeah, don't Whoopsies. do that. Don't do that. I still have um, tape on my ceiling too, but it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, so I would definitely recommend painter's tape or wall stickers for that, especially because like most colleges will probably have like room inspection and stuff after you move out to make sure like nothing's damaged. Um, and then I will say you can rearrange the furniture because my me and my roommate switched our like whole layout the second semester and made it a lot more spacious and like I know our friends like our neighbors who were like next to us also did the same thing and it looked so much better so like if your setup doesn't look great like don't be afraid to move around the furniture all you have to do is like put it back in place at the end of the semester I think so like yeah just you can do that you're allowed to do that at least I hope so at least for us we're allowed to do that no we are definitely allowed to do that I mean I don't even think we have to put it technically like back to place unless it's like really differently arranged. Um, but like Turner, it started with three beds in the middle of the, like the room. And I was like, this can't be how we like sleep and work because there's like no space to go around. And then once you push everything to the walls basically and your drawers under your bed, raise the bed up, so much more space we had the whole like middle it was so much better so definitely rearrange your room to like what works best and there's like if you search like room tours you'll see how like other people from your school like 
rearrange their stuff so that'll help you get inspiration but also check your guidelines for how to decorate because unlike like every other school our school doesn't want command strips instead they like push pins so they'd rather like holes in the wall than accidental like what? paint strips yeah well this actually happened our my friend took command strips anyways and I was trying to get them off her wall but I took it off I guess poorly and I guess the paint is so old that it started ripping with it and I don't think we got builds because it was like spring of COVID and they didn't know what to do with people going out so I don't <laughs> think she got billed for it but uh, it was definitely a whoopsie so be careful with the guidelines and be careful with the walls as you put stuff up because you definitely don't want to get billed for that later. Yeah. But you should decorate. You don't want to sound like a, feel like a jail space or anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's okay to keep it like minimalist or however you yeah. want. Just like, like put one picture. My roommate did that. Just one picture. And it still felt better. Yeah, just anything to make it homey and, and a place you would want to be in yeah um okay so our next big topic is academics um so i will say that this was a hard adjustment for me um i recommend attending all the lectures because so, some have participation for the harder classes so like like i only skipped if i knew there was absolutely no point in going which is very rare like i think the only time was like I stayed up for Halloween or something and I didn't want to go to my 8 a.m. the next day because it was like it was like communications and people were just presenting their speeches and I had already presented so I was like you know I have been here the rest of the semester it's okay if I miss one participation point because I don't hear half the class's speeches um but yeah so yeah I would definitely I would recommend going to like almost all I don't know how it'll work this year because like of COVID and everything I'm sh I don't know at least for us I know they're trying to make everything back in person which is kind of annoying but yeah I, hopefully pro professors at least some of your professors will have recordings and stuff that you can go back and watch um but yeah I, I wouldn't skip I wouldn't skip lectures unless I don't know some people are just like super smart and study on their own and don't need to but I, it was harder for me to adjust so yeah I would I would do that <laughs> um, yeah so for my school we actually only had four absences for the whole quarter and it didn't matter if it was like excused or unexcused it was just an absence so be aware of that and like keep tabs on yourself so is that definitely like highly recommended to go to as many classes as possible and you definitely, yeah, you miss it. You definitely miss information if you don't. So yeah, I mean, you're paying for it. My mom always reminded me how much one class would be if I if I missed it. Um, so yeah, but for, I don't know how it is with other universities, but how my school is going next year is most of the classes will, or all of the classes will be in person, but some of the classes will also have recordings so if you do miss a day, you can look back on the recording. So they are keeping some of the same techniques that they learned from 
COVID time. So maybe that will happen. And that is definitely going to be helpful for lectures because I think lectures are very fast paced. So if you have a recording and need extra time to look back on notes, that is a good tool to have. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm looking gonna miss recorded lectures, but Me it's too. fine, all will be fine. <laughs> Um, yeah, I hope so. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> so I would say one of the another big thing for me is like building your schedule is not so as free as you would think. Like, because I know at least from my like friends at college, like before I went, like they're all their schedules always look so nice because it was like so open and like you didn't have to have classes every day. You could choose like if you wanted to wake up later and stuff. And I was so excited. But I would definitely have multiple alternative courses you want to sign up for because as a freshman, you get last priority when it comes to registration. So like you don't really have as much leeway as you would think. Like like I tried so hard to get like no Fridays or like little classes on Fridays, but like it just like didn't work out for me. And I had to I, I hated my schedule my first semester because it was always such a long day because I had an 8 a.m. like Monday, Wednesday, Friday and 8 a.m. is Mondays and Fridays are the worst because it's like on Friday, it's Friday and like people like like to hang out on Thursday and like Mondays, it's like after sun, like the weekend. So I, I just hated it. Um, and then I didn't end until like four because I had a like I had so much space in the middle. Um, so, yeah, I would just say like like definitely like when you're looking at the course registration and stuff like have multiple things, especially for your gen eds where you like can like choose which ones you want to take. Um, I would definitely keep multiple in mind because it's like I said, it's just not as free as you would think it is. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. You think it's easy, but it, it's really, it gets complicated sometimes and you have to be aware of like prereqs for different classes and stuff like that. For SCAD students, you get lucky for your first quarter it is picked for you. So it's stress-free, but then you have to learn how to do oh, it the nice. next quarter. Um, <laughs> and make sure that you don't select different campuses. That could be a problem. Oh. <laughs> I almost did that, but it actually won't let you go through with it. But Atlant is not a building in Savannah. It is actually short for Atlanta. <laughs> and yeah well, i was gonna say more with that oh make sure that your times like work for you like if you don't wake up at 8 a.m don't think that you can if there's other options choose those other options first unless that is the best teacher and just try to make your best out of it and try to have enough time to go in between classes where you're not rushing around and being late for everything just yes. think about time management for that a little bit as you go through it. I agree. Yeah. I would just like to say as a time management queen that I pride myself in because I'm actually good at it. Um, so you should listen to me is what worked best for me, like for assignments and stuff. We kind of already mentioned earlier, like obviously um, keeping like Google calendar or sticky notes or whatever to have everything listed, but um, it can definitely be overwhelming like to see all these assignments and things. So I think what worked for me is like working on a little bit each day or having like focus days. So what I mean by that is 
if I had assignments like XYZ due on Friday, but I had an exam like the next Monday, I would start studying for the Monday exam a week in advance. So like Monday, Monday before by doing like an hour a day or something or how much ever time you need, like, and then focus on like, so, and then what I mean by focus days is like, I would like, if I had assignments X, Y, Z, like I was saying, I would focus on like assignment X on like Monday, Tuesday, and then like assignment Y on Tuesday, Wednesday, and then like assignment Z Wednesday, Thursday. So it's like different days you focus on different things and, but you're still doing a little bit of everything each day. So like, definitely, like, at least for me, that's what works for me is like, not piling everything on the last moment, but like splitting it up. So you're doing a little bit each day. Um, so yeah, that's why. So like in that case, I would still be working on like XYZ every day, just focusing on different ones at different times. And like, probably the most important ones earlier in the week. So yeah, uh, that's what works for me. It definitely doesn't have to work for everyone, but I'm just saying like, figure out what time management plan works for you because it definitely is a lot. Like it, it is like college is a lot of work. You're gonna get a lot of work. Um, so yeah, figure out what works best for you to get everything done on time. Um, yeah, and, for sure. Oh, yeah. for that too, but um, it'll take time to figure out a good method of time management, especially if you're not used to good time management going into college. But uh, if you need to set timers, set timers. If you need to write down like how long you think this should take and then see if you're done by that point and it, maybe move on after that point and then go back to it, that can work for you. Just, yeah, prioritize what needs to get done first and then work from there. And hopefully you don't have all-nighters if you can yeah, still help us. I still haven't, I don't know how people do that. Like I know other people who've done that and it just seems awful to me. Like I can't, I just can't function if I don't get enough sleep. So, I mean, to be fair, like enough sleep in college is like very variable for different people, but I, I can't imagine like, like there were days when if I went to bed at like four, 5 a.m., I wouldn't wake up like the next morning. <laughs> so I don't know how yeah. people do that, but yeah, if that works for you, whatever, that works for you. Good job. <laughs> um, I will say it is totally okay to not get straight A's the first time, even if you did like all of high school and it's okay to get lost at times. Like it's okay. It's okay. College is hard, especially your transition. So don't beat yourself up over that. Like it's okay. <laughs> yeah. And if you're lost, like don't feel like you can't reach out for help. Like if whether it's like with their peers, teacher, advisor, like people are here to like help you and do your best. So just ask for advice on like what people do to do better and hear different stories and stuff like that. Maybe you'll feel better about yourself and have an idea of where to go from there. And, you know, if you're lost, find, yeah, find a way. You'll find your yeah. way. You'll be okay. Yeah, definitely. Professors like, and even the teaching assistants, everyone holds office hours. So I highly recommend like going to those, um, especially cause like, it'll just help you get to know the professors better too. So yeah. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh yeah. And if you 
are running late on studying, let's say, and you just need some quick facts, Quizlet, I mean, you probably used this in high school, but you probably are going to use it more in college. So, yeah, kind of like when we were talking about scheduling earlier, I would definitely highly recommend like reading rate my professor reviews or like at umd we have a site called planet turp um because it's actually insane how much a professor can change your experience in a class and i like did not look because they to literally told me don't pick your classes like based on our professor which is so dumb like don't listen what? to orientation advisors if they say that because like i didn't look into that my freshman year and it hurt me in chemistry which sucked because it was like a really hard class and so yeah, my literally my professors have literally made or break like broke my experiences with classes and it's so different for each professor like even if the course material is the same like sometimes it veers based on different professors and it's definitely yeah it definitely like changes your experience. I like it's so frustrating but it's so true like you could you could get like an A in a class with one professor but like if you took that class with like another one you could get like a C like it, it just really depends no it, it's very true right my professor is like the tool I use during registration time um I would check all of the teachers and rate my professor and try to schedule around my top professors and see what could work for me so highly 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 recommend I should probably put my own reviews and put them back in my rate my professor, but there are a lot of reviews out there and they're pretty up to date usually. So it's it's pretty good. Yeah. And I'll say yeah. what class it's for too, which is helpful. Yeah, I would say like if you had to pick between like having a nice schedule and having good professors, I would definitely pick the having good professors. One hundred percent. Um, yeah, so I guess, like, all in all, my secret to doing well would just be, like, asking loads of questions, like, don't be afraid to ask questions, form study groups, like, early, or not, even if they're not early, just find a study buddy, find, like, someone, and go through examples to practice, like, lecture content, so, like, with chemistry, I like read the textbook either before or after lecture and did some practice examples based on like what we did in the lecture. So it would like sink in because it's like really hard not to get lost the first time. And I did the same thing with like bio classes, like often filling like holes in my notes after. Um, so yeah, just like, I would definitely recommend like, it's, it's a, it can be annoying, especially when you have other homework assignments or like things to study for, but I would definitely take the time like after you listen to a lecture to go back to really absorb the content like from the lecture. Um, Cause yeah, it's definitely like college is de it's definitely a lot more fast paced. Like most of the APs and stuff in high school that you take over a year or like a semester in college. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think the best things I, that have helped me is go to your teacher's office hours, participate in class, email your teachers for questions and to clarify assignments. Like if if you even think that it's like a stupid question or you should have known, but you're unsure, like you don't want to have a stupid mistake on assignment and that like has your grade marked down. Like just ask, don't, um, and like if you have 
um, studio hours for an art class, go to those too, because that can also like get you some friends that are in like the other class and stuff like that and for feedback. It's just like really, really great. And Discord chats is also a great way to connect with like your classmates and ask for homework questions as well. So social life. Um, yeah, the more fun stuff. Um, so I guess the first thing we'll start off with here is like parties and things. So my advice is to go in a group with people you like in all caps know well, like people you know well, don't go with people that you don't know well um, and take care of one, each, one another. Like don't leave anyone behind. And if someone is uncomfortable, take them home. Like take them home. <laughs> schools, yeah, schools will probably have like training for these kinds of situations, um, especially if there is like alcohol involved. So just please take it seriously. Um, like seriously, I, I especially love um, the UMD community when it comes to this stuff, or like at least within my small group of honors kids, <laughs> because like people definitely had each other's backs really well. Like even if they didn't know each other well, it was like, if it was like a friend of a friend, they like still made sure. And like, no one, no one deserves to be taken advantage of. So yeah, be really, really careful. Go with a group you know, um, know really well. Um, this is like really serious stuff. Just like be be safe, be be really safe. <laughs> be And yeah, if you're gonna like drink and stuff, make sure you have someone who isn't gonna like blackout like who isn't gonna like go crazy um so yeah yeah I mean I think it's hard on the like the first week to know if you like know people well but you should communicate like your um rules and like safety guidelines or like safety rules for how you're gonna get out or if you feel uncomfortable about something so like the people that you go with like have an understanding so you have a safe and fun time um, but even if you don't know everyone there or even like your friends of groups that or group friend group that you're going with too well, it's good to like get out of your comfort zone and like go to the party and meet some new people and um, hang out and just see what it's like, even just like for one time, you know, try everything once, well, not everything, everything once, only do what you like, but I would say go to one party just to have an understanding of what it's like, and, you know, you never know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's never know. I guess it's it's different for me because like like I only went once I knew like people really well. Um, so yeah, I guess if you are going with like people you don't know, actually, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's different. I can't really speak to advice on that because like I like just highly recommend going with people. Like I just think you have the best time when you know the people you're going with. Um, or at least like one or two people. Like you don't have to know the whole group really well, but like just like having like a good friend in that group I think is like a like a good experience um because like I've been to ones where I with people I like didn't know really well and like it just wasn't fun um but yeah it's it's like whatever you're comfortable with um and yeah like I, like if you know like you're not the type to ever enjoy yourself at those like it, it's fine like don't feel pressured just because you go to a school like that everyone goes to them like that you have to um I think that's I think that's a really important thing to actually talk about because like I've literally had friends who I know like don't like those situations and have been like I have to go to one for like the college experience 
but your college experience isn't defined by going to one party like there's so many other things out there so like I, I feel like yeah like it's a, like if you have the opportunity like and you want to see what it's like and you like are open to it like go ahead but at the same time don't beat yourself up if you like aren't that person who hasn't been to one and doesn't want to go to one um so yeah like I guess along those oh, lines that, if, that is a good point because there are yeah um no I I definitely think that's a good point to raise because if it's not your type of thing it's not your type of crowd then don't feel like you have to try it there's other ways of like hanging out with your friends and like doing fun times and getting that college experience that you might want um, without it being like a party environment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, I guess along those lines, if you are comfortable, like these do tend to be really fun. Um, so yeah, I would just, just watch the drinks you take and like who they're from and like pace yourself. Um, Cause like, at least with UMD, I love they're like, they have this cute little gold code when it comes to going out. So it's like A, pregame with protein, B, pace, don't race, C, leave no turp behind, and D, sober is safest. So I think these four rules are definitely like really important, especially since like the, the frats and the bars are not the safest or the nicest places. And just do not go alone, like, at all. Just don't go alone. Um, but, again, I do want, like, I will say that this is from the perspective of an Asian-American female. So it may be different for, like, men or other people who don't have the same experiences with fear that I have. But, like, at least for me, like, I would, like, I would never go to any of those places alone. Um, okay, so moving on from, like, that kind of situation to, like, more like wholesome hangouts. Um, we do have advice for this stuff too, because we know not everyone what, likes those kinds of parties. Um, but yeah, so especially early on, like go to the university hosted events because you get to win free things and winning free things is so fun and a great way to hang out with like a new potential friend since like they will probably want to meet more people too. Um, uh, and yeah, I like I said I went to the lounge a lot and like once I knew a few people I just like would invite them to my room for like chill kickbacks um which me and my roommate kind of became notorious hosts of second semester which is still wild for me to think of like how many people were in our small space oh my gosh especially pre-covid let's not talk about it um but yeah um yeah, if there's something you want to do and, like, do not know anyone too well, like, don't be afraid to take someone you just met. Like, the worst they can say is no. And if you really want to go, it's, like, okay to, especially these university events, okay? Emphasis on university events versus, like, parties. It's okay to go to these alone and, like, meet new people at these events. Um, yeah, I think, Haley, I think I might have told you already, but, like, um yeah literally do you remember when okay this isn't even a university event but do you remember when I was so afraid to text my roommate about hanging out with her and her friends and I like sent you my pre-message literally I was guys I was so afraid to ask her if I could hang out with them because like I like it was like a Friday night and I didn't have anything to do and I was like I don't want to like encroach her space or whatever and so I literally sent Haley 
the text that I was going to send her and I was so nervous about it but it all worked out so it's okay like it's okay to be afraid but just like it's okay to go and like yeah like I literally went to like bingo events and like even a bowling thing with someone like yeah it's it's great like go to them and you get to win free things so um oh shoot I had a lot (laughs) okay last point before I'll let Haley talk sorry this is more sorry about this monologue but um especially since like like I'm in an honors program so this in and of itself had its own set of activities and like get to know people within my program and like even the residence halls you live in will probably have like sponsored events to get to know people on your floor so I would definitely sift through those and see which ones you want to go to especially like move-in weekend for us I don't know about you Haley but there were so many things to go to move-in weekend which was before school so like it was like something like I went to a lot of those things like with like different people either in my program or like people I'd met so and like obviously you don't have to be friend best friends with everyone you met but it's a great way like especially in college like definitely like when you're first going in like get out of your comfort zone like everyone's in the same boat trying to meet new people so um it's okay to feel alone it's okay to be nervous um just be aware that the other person is probably feeling the same thing so don't feel like you're like this big like little one and like everyone's like already knows each other already is like like don't feel so like you don't have to feel so alone because everyone is in the same boat yeah totally I mean what was nice about like living in terms and stuff is that you have like roommates and like different RAs that would like host different things and I felt it like helpful I mean my roommates never did this because they weren't we weren't as close, but my friends' roommates did this, and they had movie nights, and I thought that was, like, a good bonding experience for them, and then when I got, like, closer with her, um, she invited me, and it was kind of, like, whoever wanted to join, join type thing, and so, like, not only do you get to, like, hang out with, like, your new friend in, like, a casual space and get to, like, know them, but you get to, like, know their roommates, too, and those could be, like, more potential friends, and that's like another way of getting to know know more people so like if they bring their friends then you know even more people and stuff like that and so yeah just just get to know the people in your hall and and try to like go to a few like RA things when you first start I mean you're not going to want to like later on but when you first start you should try some things out so you know who lives on your floor and the people around you are, are the best people sometimes because you can do stuff like later at night or like for longer hours because you could just knock on their door and like hang out and be super chill and fun. And like, I mean, as an art student, I thought it was also good to go to like studio hours, especially if you liked the professor, because then you get to like know people that are in those um, class and it ends up being like more of like a hangout as you're like doing homework, which is good if there's so much work to be done um and you get feedback but also get like a little party area in the, um that's like a super like wholesome chill night that ends up like you all leaving at like midnight and getting the last bus and stuff so there's things and if the club has other events then just like their meetings like go to those too I think we're going into clubs later on but just think about that yeah, or grab dinner with um, your classmates after class, especially if those evening classes and everyone else ate. Ask your classmates to eat with you, you know? 
Ask someone. Mm. I bet they want to. They're hungry too. I'm going to interject you real know? quick here because I think I also agree with that. I think literally there's been people, there were people that like I wasn't as close to, but like I wanted and I couldn't see you all the time because they weren't in my building and saying like, are you free for getting dinner today? Or are you able to get lunch today? Especially when it's the weekends is like a great way to like, just like be social with people. Um, I know Haley, you kind of like, I'll let you touch on it more, but like even just like going to the diner, like I've literally recognized so many people are just going and sitting there or like I'll be alone and someone will come sit with me and I'll be like, oh my gosh, you like me enough to come sit with me. So yeah, it's de it's definitely, I'm gonna miss the diner because at least now that we're upperclassmen, I don't know how much I'll go to the diner, but like pre-COVID, it was such a nice like place. And I think it'll probably be like a social place again after. Yeah. I definitely went to the diner more often like second quarter when I was getting better with like meeting people and like making friends and stuff but I definitely made the mistake first quarter not to go and because I didn't or know people or I was going alone and just like bring stuff up to my room and that's not how you're gonna make friends at all like I've learned that if you're even going alone there's most likely like someone that's also alone that wants to like sit with you and recognizes you from class and then you just start a table and stuff like that. And then you start a conversation, it'll be okay. And I mean, simple conversations are great. Like in all of these like halls, like diners, like just like waiting at a bus stop or, or on a bus ride. Small talk is sometimes just a nice part of a day. Even if it's not like a big connection, you meet with someone, it, it still brightens your, your day, their day. Don't be, don't be quiet always, you know, make small talk. I love how nice. our whole theme, our, <laughs> I love how our whole theme here is like, it's like, don't be quiet, like, talk. <laughs> well, it's from someone that, I don't know, I always thought of myself as like talkative. And I mean, I think I am like once I open up, but I definitely, the hardest part for me was like realizing that I don't have friends with me that can make friends for me like you have to do it all on your own right so you have to be brave enough to make these first steps and like say hi to these people or else you're gonna come back like winter break and be like I have one potential friend and that's it because that's what happened to me and you don't want that and if you just like get out of your comfort zone just a little enough to just say hi and like start that piece of conversation it, it changes your whole like perspective of things like so much more and it just makes you that much more confident in making friends so yeah 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 one thing I really want like everyone to take away is like that everyone is in the same boat so like like mm -hmm. like I know you felt it too Haley I felt like so alone the first few months of my freshman year since like like you went to a different school, like M went across wherever she went, like Val wasn't there, like, like Maddie was still in high school, like, so it was literally like, like, literally all our friends that we were like close with in high school, like went to different schools. And I think it was like, kind of strange to see, like, or kind of understand later on, like, after I had made a few friends that like, they were also feeling lonely too, like, 
like even if it seems like people know each other already or like are already hanging out with each other it's like it's not like they know each other super well like even my roommate who came from a school that like where I'm like literally I swear like 80% of them came to UMD probably less but like she was always saying hi to someone always like knew someone from school and she was like even struggling to find her social social circle and so like and like now things have changed so much like for me since the beginning um so that's like a whole other thing of its own like it's okay to not be tight with people straight away and it's okay if like those initial groups kind of fade over time as you like do find your people and yeah this is just I guess just to I guess plug back to like our friendships episode from like ages ago like the first episode we had I would definitely give that a listen if you haven't because um yeah it kind of like touches on friendships a lot more and like I'm still definitely in the process of like figuring out my people and I'm sure you are too Haley and so yeah just like a big takeaway I just want to give is like it's okay to like not be super close with people that first semester or first year or like have it take a while to get out of that like loneliness phase um so yeah because both of us went through that and yeah it's not fun but it definitely gets easier as you kind of branch out yeah totally um okay I don't want to talk about this too much but I'll just say like my one piece of like dating advice is to please like know yourself and be comfortable with your position who you are and where you're going before you like throw yourself at boys and girls um like honestly take your time uh like slow and steady wins the race unless you're me but we don't have to think about that um but yeah I was in a very good place when I started thinking about anything because I had like like I literally didn't think about anything that whole first semester because like I was so like struggling so much with school and like making friends and having to adjust and like catching up my life so like I only like started thinking about it once I felt like I had a man like handle on those things but that being said that's only something if like you want something more serious um otherwise like fling yourself to your heart's content like freshman and sophomore year is definitely the best time to go ham um but yeah so that's my advice my one piece of advice but what about you Haley? yeah I would say on top of that I say making friends should be your first priority socially because it's time to make people meet people and be truly like who you are because they don't know you so be your genuine self and that's how you'll meet the best people for you they'll connect with you the way you want them and I mean it'll be a little bit of trial and error of course but I think that's the best way to go about things once you make those friends move on from there and you'll be happy you'll be okay yeah okay and yeah just another plug if you want more of an in-depth advice about relationships go listen to our romantic relationships episode but yeah anyways um moving on Mm -hmm. so the next thing we have is extracurriculars um so yeah, my first piece of advice is go to the club fair at UMD. It's called First Look. Good idea. Just just go to it. <laughs> yeah. 
I I would say that the club fair is very overwhelming, at least at my school. So if you, the ideal I think is to sign up for everything that you think sounds vaguely interesting and then test it out and then figure out your schedule and what works for you. But if you're like me and it, it ends up being overwhelming and you can't even see the signs because it's way too crowded and way too hot and you just wanna get out of there, make your goal to sign up for like one thing and test out that one thing. And then know that, yes, the club fair is like the best time to like go and get the club since the most you'll see of them. But if you hear about something later on, don't feel like you have to like wait till like next year to join that club, sit in at like one of their meetings and see if it works for you. And then if you can join uh, later that, semester then like great like do that that should work too yeah yeah to kind of add on to that like the way I found things that I was like really interested in was more through like browsing the club directory like on my own time later um since it was like already organized by like social honor society service travel and all that um and then just like word of mouth too like honestly my freshman year I didn't really do any clubs like consistently I kind of just went to meetings here and there because like coming from drama in high school Haley I was like I'm not gonna stick with one thing and then like find out four years later that I actually hate it um so (laughs) I didn't hate drama but it just it gave me a lot of problems so um yeah so yeah also like word of mouth like see what clubs like see what else like other people are signing up for um and yeah like try out different things um yeah I think the only thing that stuck for me my freshman year was like book club (laughs) but after sophomore year I like looked up things I wanted to join oh wait sorry not after before sophomore year I looked up things and yeah like most of everything I'm involved in now I knew someone who was in the club first um and then yeah so yeah to kind of get it like like Haley was saying it's okay to not do it at the very beginning of the year you can like join group meetings, look at lists list serves like many clubs will advertise themselves through these during like during the whole year so you can kind of like look at those and like join later too yeah for radio I know that like we have an Instagram and then like a Discord and I'm pretty sure a lot of clubs are similar way and probably even have like a Facebook page to post like event times, meetup times, and maybe even Zoom links if that's still a thing depending on where you're going. Uh, and like, I mean, just for like us, like we just had like a new member and I think he's going to be like a senior next year join this past spring. And we didn't think any new members were going to join, stuff like that. But here you are. So point proven that you can join anytime, any year for any clubs that you're interested in. And yeah, it's not just your freshman fall semester. Um, word of mouth is great. And yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I have any directory or stuff like that, but you could probably Google it or ask um, your advisor, your classmates, um, anyone around, and someone will have to know. RAs would be great for it, especially yeah. if you're curious. Yeah, and yeah, just don't be afraid to quit <laughs> or join new things. Yeah. Like, 
it might take a while to find something you're really passionate about committing to. Um, I've heard the phrase a lot that like freshman, sophomore year is like kind of where you're like trying to find your ground, like figure it out. And then junior year is like when you find out what's most important to you and like who you want to associate yourself with moving forward. So I would definitely say like freshman, yeah, freshman, sophomore year is like, it's the time to be like getting your feet wet, like, like dipping into different things and like, it's okay if you don't figure it out right away because you have time to do so. Um, totally. Yeah. Last but not least, career prep. I think we have two more. Oh wait, oh wait, oh it Did is we? the last one. Oh yeah, career prep. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry. Let's start off. Yeah, so career prep. Um, This might seem really daunting, but I'm here to tell you, just, it's okay. Just take a deep breath before you listen to this section. There's a lot, but it's just here for you, just in case for later. Um, so I would say, number one, use your university resources. My career center helped me like go through my resume before internship applications and even read my cover letter after I scheduled an appointment. And heck, they even gave me like pamphlets on what to put in my cover letter and my resume. I still have those pamphlets with me to this day. Um, so yeah, definitely recommend using the Career Center or whatever equivalent you have at your college. Yeah, I think every college should have some type of Career Center for SCAD students. You get like a career advisor, a student success advisor, and like a chairman for your department. Um, don't wait till junior, senior year to use your career advisors. They hate when you do that. I've like heard it from them personally. I know that's like kind of hard because you're like, what do I say to them? But honestly, like Shruti said, they, they're here for like anything from cover letters to um, finding like internships with you. So just like start with your simple questions and move up from there. And they're happy to help as long as they're not overwhelmed and busy like don't be that person that goes to them your week before graduation asking for all the help for everything because there's no time for that so just think about that as you move on and yeah they're there for you they want you to succeed after college yeah um and yeah kind of along the lines of like resumes it's totally I feel like I've been saying it's okay a lot but yeah the whole theme is it's okay because in this case it's okay to have an empty resume like coming in to college um mine was like honestly mine was mostly high school until second semester sophomore year so I still kept things on high school from mine until like until now <laughs> um but yeah I think I have to redo mine again after this summer but yeah I think even now I still have like one job from high school that I still have I'll probably take it off now but like it's okay to have that is what I'm saying um for, yeah like if they're interview. big jobs yeah there's yeah. if it was something big in high school that like makes you who you are in college then like keep that on but as you keep doing more in college swap those high school things out um so it's still like that one page but like it might be 
it might start off looking a little loose, but it'll get heftier as time gets goes on and stuff like that. And um, people that you're going to work with will understand that you're in college, you're a student first and stuff like that. So it'll be okay. Don't stress yeah. us about don't stress um, about it. Just make the best of the space. Yeah. And so I guess another tip is like I recommend going to like seminars and workshops when you're able to, which will probably be like advertised through the University Career Center or through like various listservs. Um, so like I recently went to a graduate school one, but they also offer like resume ones, networking prep, job search, you know, like all that. Yeah, I um, think um, SCAD does similar things. You, you even have workshops to help with your resume. Um, and so if you're struggling with like any part of the career process and you don't want to directly like go to your advisor and you just like want to like work on something in like a group setting, um, there's definitely like workshops to help you build those things. Yeah. Yeah. On the networking note, it'll build slowly, but I like, again, recommend university resources or if you're in a program, like turn to them as well. So like Gemstone at UMD, which is my honors program, had like resume workshops with upperclassmen that I went to. And even like they had an alumni mentoring program that I did last fall, like which helped me to start thinking about my elevator pitch and like how to interact with people in my field. Um, I personally don't have much networking experience yet, like at big events and things, but I'm sure the university helps with this, like wherever you go. So yeah, like even most colleges, I think, have a freshman class, like just to adjust and introduce you to these kinds of things. Yeah, I don't know if it's just like as an art student, I think this way, but I feel as like any connection you make in college is a potential like networking. And I think of networking as like simple connections that you make with people because depending on like what they do, there's like ways that they can help. And someone told me, I think it was like one of my professors that there's like two different types of like networking. And one, you can like network sideways where like, this is like with your peers, like you work with each other to like help each other grow. Um, or you can network up and that's like networking with people above you um, and they help you grow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I just want to say again, you're probably tired of hearing me say this by now, but it's okay to like not have anything really figured out. Like, I felt like I had no time to just like slow down and relax and adjust. But in reality, as a freshman, like you do, it's okay to stress when everyone around you is moving like a 1000 miles a minute. But please remember that like everyone is in the same boat. Again, that freshman who is like, in five billion clubs is probably just as stressed as you are about life and just has like a different approach to you. Um, no one is like a full-blown adult when you enter college and you literally have your whole career to figure it out. So it's okay to take it slow and adjust. Like I definitely struggled with it a lot my freshman year um, and I definitely didn't do anything like freshman year apart from doing well in my classes. So yeah, it's, it's like everyone has different paces. It's okay. Um, yeah. And yeah, if you ever want to like reach out about this stuff in particular again, like um, career stuff, like I'm like in science and research, Haley's in 
like art and photo and like feel free to just like connect with us like we're so happy to like talk to anyone who needs a talk <laughs> um, yeah totally and so, I yeah. know people that switch majors switch career paths and stuff like that so don't stress out that like this is like the only like thing you can do or if you don't know yet and it's okay to like try different like things out and a lot of the times you could just try all of the intro courses for your majors and see what works best for you from there and just like take your time I think COVID taught us that like not everyone's going to graduate at like the same time so honestly like whatever works best for you like don't stress out yeah, and that kind of goes into our last topic, which is like navigating imposter syndrome. So for those of you who don't know what imposter syndrome is, it's basically like feeling like you're fake, like you don't belong in like your field or wherever and like not being comp- like you're not really confident in like knowing things. Um, and so um, it's definitely like really hard again, like especially when you're going into school and Like I mentioned, like I was a big fish in a small pond going into like a large pond with bigger and better fish. And um, the main thing I like try and tell myself is that I trust where I'm at and know like I'm fully capable of getting where I want to be on my own terms, even if there's like other people ahead of me. Um, I didn't really realize freshman year, but now I know that there are like, there's always gonna be people above me that like I want to be but there's also always going to be people who want to be you and people who like I thought were like the sweetest coolest people ever have like admitted to me that they wish that they could be me and that they thought I was amazing and it just like dawned on me that like I am fully capable of being where I am and I deserve to be here and like it's really hard freshman like I literally I literally cried to you and Maddie Haley like that when I like couldn't propose something for gemstone like which again is my honors program and like I definitely felt like I didn't belong there like that they just like accepted me on some sort of whim mistake but and it's really hard not to feel that way especially like again like when there's all these people like who you feel are bigger and better than you but yeah so I would just definitely keep in mind that like it's not like you're at the bottom of a ladder it's more like a continuous ladder where like you're there's always going to be people above and people below and yeah just like be mindful of that because like yeah I thought there like there were people there's people in my program that like I was so admired by like I just like couldn't believe I was like one of them like I felt like I was like the like what's it called like the normal person in like a group of celebrities but like it's just really not the case like people do like there's going to be people who admire you too and like especially as you go more into college and stuff like and more people come in they're going to be like wow like I want to be you and it's it's so weird but it's it's true um so oh shoot I wrote a lot okay um But yeah, I'm not going to lie and say it's like easy. It's definitely harder when you feel all these emotions and are caught up in a, in like pressure in an environment where everyone is competitive and you're not the same. So my advice there is also to like, let yourself feel those emotions, like let yourself cry or be sad or frustrated at being small 
And then let yourself put your best foot forward and really think, okay, now what do I want to do to get to a point where I'm proud of myself? Like removing all those overachievers out of the equation, all those people like you want to be and feel are ahead of you. Where do I want to be? Where do you want to be in the next month or in the next year? Um, so yeah, that's that's my piece of advice there. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great piece of advice. And just to add on to it, like Shruti um, has been saying, I think like a certain, to a certain extent, like competitiveness is good. And like it humbles you when you realize you're not always the smartest one in the room. But at the same time, like when you're placed in an environment where everyone is competing for like similar end goals, it's kind of hard like not to have imposter syndrome because you're like, oh, all of these people are better than me. But if you just like, I don't know compare yourself enough to like understand where you're at in the zone but not to an extent that you beat yourself up because at the end of the day you should just compare yourself to your past self and say and ask yourself like am I better than last year's me and if so then like great like keep that motivation motivation and confidence in your work and keep moving forward but if you say like no then like why know and what can you do to like change that mindset and just like know that like each person like has their like own like work habits too and it's about like what the balance is like for them individually and obviously like people can like improve on their own like work at um ethic especially if it's like impacting aspect in their life but so many people like have different ways of like balancing it that like if one person works all the time and that works for them then that's great but if you need to have breaks then like take those breaks for you because at the end of the day like you want to like remember to have fun you want to remember to like live in as much as yes you're paying for like academics and everything I think you know make sure your grades are being okay and you don't take too much time to have fun and forget about everything else but find a way to do a little bit of both where you're not completely stressed all the time or taking away time from friends and moments that you can enjoy in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Um, like I myself am not a person who thrives on being constantly busy. Like I value my free time and my social life right now because like I know once I graduate that I won't have the time to be like as young and free so I set goals for myself that I want to meet even if my timeline is behind my friends and I'm not doing like a b c d e f g x y z you know to graduate <laughs> as the best of the best like it's okay like I, I think it's definitely important to reevaluate your goals every so often and figure out like okay like am I happy with my progress am I on track to where I want to be and even if it, that's like a cloud right now like you're not sure um it's okay like just focus on the now and the present and what you can do in the moment and then let the future come when it comes like it's okay to to not have it all figured out um basically just like figure out what is important to you and not to anyone else and then let yourself work on your own terms to get there <laughs> yay I think that's good good way to end things there 
college is for you and your own experience. So try not to beat yourself up and compare yourself to others. It's your own path, your own journey. And for those going to college next year, I hope this is a helpful guide for undergrad. Take a deep breath and remember to have fun. And for those listening that have passed this point in life, I hope that you relate to some of our experience and maybe still have some takeaways of your own. Like I said, everyone's path is different, but best of luck for your individual journeys. And if you have any questions or additional advice for those starting or in university, feel free to reach out and enjoy your life. Yeah, and I just wanna add, if you want to talk about anything more, I'm, I'm gonna draw my Instagram, it's at S-S-R-U-T-H-I-1-2. DM me if you have any questions at all. I'm like, I'm still down to answer. Oh, I want to drop mine too. Okay. Mine's at underscore Haley underscore Feller underscore. So yeah, yeah, just DM us and any questions will be there. Yeah. Bye. Bye.